years off the tree. If I, I thank the Lord for that. <coughs> uh, Psalm 78. I want to begin to read in verse 1. Give ear, O my people. And please notice in that verse 1, underline my people. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our Father have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praise of the Lord and His strengths and His wondrous works that He has done. For He established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which shall be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God, and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. They kept not the covenant of God, and refused to walk in His law, and forgot His works and His wonders that He had showed them. Marvelous things did He in the sight of their fathers, in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through. He made the waters to stand as a heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all the night with a light of fire. He clave the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink out of a great death. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to turn down like rivers. They sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness, and they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust, yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, that the waters gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Therefore the Lord heard this, and was wroth. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and anger also came up against Israel, because they believed not in God, and trusted not, in his salvation. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this psalm tonight and what it means to me personally. And Lord, as I read this psalm, I realize you're talking to your people and they see all the wonders that you have done. With their own eyes, they testified to the things that you had done before them. And yet, they came down and asked the question, Can God... And Lord, I pray tonight that you'll help us to understand anything that's going on in our lives, Lord, you can handle it, and you can handle it for us. Bless us, we pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. I found a little poem that goes like this. He maketh no mistake. My father's way may twist and turn. My health may throb and ache. But in my soul, I'm glad I know he maketh no mistake. He cherished plans may go astray. My cherished plan may go astray. My hope may fade away. 
but still I trust my Lord to lead, for he doeth know the way. Though night be dark, and it may seem that day may never break, I pin my faith and all in him. He maketh no mistake. There's no so much now I cannot see, my eyesight far too dim, but come what may, I'll simply trust and leave it all to him. For by and by the mist will lift, and plain it all he'll make, though all the way the dark to me, he make no mistake. Psalm 78 is accounting to the great and almighty God. And what I'm afraid of today is in our day the almighty God is, is neglected or played down and he is not exalted, his name is not magnified. Now the miracles of the Bible are sometimes not only not magnified, but they're denied and belittled. I believe God is a great God, amen? And I also believe with God nothing is impossible. Sometimes, when we tell stories of the Bible to our children, though, we tell them in such a way that our children uh, recognize them as just a story. Now, I know one thing. When I read of a little boy named David with a little sling and stone killing a giant of a man, an enemy of God's people. And I saw David standing on that giant's body and cutting his head off with a giant's sword. I know that took a miracle. Amen. And I think sometimes when we're telling the stories, and even in preaching and we're telling the stories of the Bible, sometimes we don't make it in such a way that uh, it's a miracle. God is a great God. He's a miracle-working God. God is great. I believe in every miracle of the Bible. And beginning with the first verse of Psalm 78, the psalmist recounts step by step, miracle by miracle, point by point, the mighty miracles of God is performed among the people of Israel uh, from their birth up until the particular point he's talking about here. Then in verse 12 it says, Marvelous thing did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt. He divided the sea. Verse 13, he caused them to pass through on dry ground. He made the waters to stand up on either side as a heap. In the dead time, in the daytime, he led the people of Israel by cloud. In the nighttime, he led them by a pillar of fire. Now, I believe God literally did all those things. And God, verse 15, said God gave them drink out of a flinty stone. Now, that is the God we serve today then. Same one as back then. This God of Psalm 78 is the God of our and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this God is the same God I bow my knees to every day of my life. God has not changed. He still has the same attributes, the same glory, the same power, the same honor, the same dominion. He has the same might He always has had. I believe God shall always be victorious. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, the same yesterday, today, forever. That is God to me. Now, we need to let our generation know, like Luke 1 verse 47 says, nothing is impossible with the Lord. God can do anything, anytime He desires. And I don't apologize for my God. He doesn't need to be defended. 
uh, I do believe he needs my and your allegiance, though, and needs us to proclaim him what a great God he is. Now, not a promise spoken in all the pages of the Bible God's word has ever been broken, nor ever will be broken. Now, I want to take verse 19 as our text tonight. Yea, they speak against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Now, I'm not a least bit surprised when some lost sinner or a martyr or a liberal will speak against God. But if what I want you to know tonight, this is God's people saying, Can God? God has been so good to me. He's fed us. He's protected us. He's blessed us. God has given us more than any country in the world when it comes to America. Yet our people are speaking out against God today. What I'm saying is the world says old-time religion is dead. Can God? But we say God can. Old-time religion will never die. Uh, let me give you just a few things that God can still do. And I believe this is just a simple little outline, but God can save anybody. Amen? Amen? I like that. The world says do better. God says, come and let me make you over. Amen. The world says, lift yourself by your good works. God says, let me wash you clean through the place of blood of the Lord Jesus. I'm glad I know today God can save anybody. God's arm is not shortened that it cannot reach down to the lowest of sinners. God's ear is not uh, deafened that it cannot hear. God's grace is not exhausted that it cannot redeem. God can save anybody. I could spend all day long talking about people that's been saved that I know of that people give up on. They just think, well, it can't help them. But I can say to everybody, and that's why I love to be in the ministry so much. And, and I see families messed up, and I see lives messed up, and people just give up on them, and they want to say, well, there's no hope for them. And I always got news for you. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. God can change anybody. And you know what I like about that? It can, only, it can take place in a second. Just in a, just in a second, God can change a life. And that's what I like about it. It don't take a hundred years. God can change a life in a split second. Not only can God save, but God can sustain. I like that. Can God keep you from falling? Can God keep you from losing your salvation? John chapter 10, verse 27 to 29, plainly tells as many my Father gives in my hand, no man is even plucked out of my Father's hand. That's security. So it's not a matter if you're holding out or holding on. It's a matter if of the great mighty God holding on to you. Amen. I, th I laugh at these people talking about holding on to God. And I reached up to God for salvation. No, you didn't. God reached down to you. Amen. <laughs> That's the difference. The mighty hand of God does the saving. He reaches down and pulls you up. And I, uh, uh, Jacob come by a while ago down there at the front, and I'm sitting there, and he shook hands with me. And I said, what you going to do now? He said, well, I'm going to try to take up an offering. How you going to do it? I got a hold of you. You ain't going nowhere. I got you now. And he said, well, I'll give you a piece of candy if you'll turn me loose. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm 
minus years I've ever been in my life. Isn't it strange to you how little minute man comes along and says, I hold out to God and God, uh, God I'm the one that helps God save me. No, no, it's, we're in the hand of God. Amen. That's security. God can save and God can sustain, but also God can satisfy. God satisfies. Give me the old time religion. Take the world. Give me Jesus. I know people all over these holidays who get drunk. Uh, they give, get on narcotics or some other way. They got tattoos all over their flesh or they pierce their nose and their ears with rings all looking for one thing. They're longing for something to satisfy. Amen. I cannot fathom anybody going around with a stick pin through their nose. <laughs> I can't fathom that. But I look in, I look in, uh, I go in these grocery stores nowadays and I'm shocked, literally shocked, of how many earrings and ear piercings that they got in people's ears and in their nose and through their lips and everywhere in their body. By the way, somebody come up to me the other day and said, Well, preacher, is there any place in the Bible that the Bible says that you can't write, get a tattoo? I said, there sure is. The Bible says your body belongs to the Lord and don't defame it. And it's in the Old Testament very carefully. He talks about what you can do to your body and not to do. It belongs to God. Amen. And But yeah, you know what all that's about? They're trying to find something to satisfy their longings. Listen to me now. Every human being has longings. And I found some. God can satisfy those longings. My Heavenly Father takes care of those longings. Amen. Not only can He save, not only can He sustain, but He can satisfy. God can supply. Philippians 4, verse 13 through 19 said, My God shall supply all my needs in Christ Jesus. A lot of people I know are job scared are worried about retirement. Do they, have they got enough money in the bank to take care of them and their needs? Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34 talks about the lilies of the field and all the things that God has made and God sustains them and God takes care of them. And he points to the fact that if God can take care of them, he's sure to take care of us. Amen. I believe that. God can not only save and sustain and satisfy, but God can supply. I went to my uh, financial guy at the bank the other day, and he said, Now, I want to set you up where you can be set for life. You know, you won't have to worry about anything for the rest of your life. I said, How much money is it going to take? He said, uh, About a million and a half dollars. I said, That leaves me out. <laughs> Can you imagine here I am, 83 years old, he's talking about I need a million and a half dollars to see me through the rest of my life? Are you out of your gourd? <laughs> I don't know many people. Maybe, y'all, maybe I'm talking to the wrong crowd. Maybe y'all got that much. <clears throat> but I ain't got that kind of money. Amen? And he's sitting there, well, you can't keep it. And, and I, I laughed at a young fellow, a good friend of mine, he wants to sell a piece of property. He said, I got a piece of property I'm going to sell for a million and a hundred thousand dollars, I think it is, and I'm going to retire. He's only 36 years old. I said, you can't retire on a million dollars. You can't do it. 
you're going to retire and not work anymore for the rest of your life on a million dollars. In five years, it'll be gone. Amen. Especially the way you live. Buy a new car every year and a new bass boat and all the rods and reels you do. You'll be broke in just a little while. And we go crazy worrying about, are we going to be able to sustain ourselves? You know what I found out? God can take care of me. He made it this far. I think He can make it the rest of the way. Amen. And I believe it with all my soul. Can God be sufficient for any crisis of, or any crisis that comes in my life? If I'm in a dilemma, can God help me? Yes, He can. I wish I had time testimonies. And I would like to take testimonies from all the church sometime just to see if people would not be afraid just to tell how good God is to us. There ain't a one of us can not, don't have a testimony how Lord has somewhere in our life took care of us. Amen? And He always will. That's the thing that I want us to see. Can God shield? Can God? God is my exceeding high tower. The Bible says, He's my cover in times of storm. He's my shield and buckler. He's my king of kings and lord of lords. He's my mighty monarch. He's the everlasting father. Can God shield you from any harm or danger, even from the devil or demons? Yes, He can. Yes, He can. The world is still saying, can God? And you know what I say to them all the time? Yes, He can. Same God. You go through this, and what I like about Psalm 78, unbelievable. I was reading, I mean, I, I was going to the lake the other day, and there's a, there's a little tackle shop about halfway over there on the side of the road, and Arab runs it. I, I love them guys. I have more fun with them because they don't understand me and you And I go in there. I, did I tell you about buying gas the other day from one of them? I went in the shell station over there and this Arab's running and I said, I want $50.28 worth of gas. He said, well, how many gallons is that? I said, don't you have a computer there? Figured out. <laughs> he worked on a little while and I went out and bought and got my gas to come back in. He said, how much did you get? $58.28. I said, my goodness alive. He said, is that too much? Give me $45 in. I said, I didn't know you could negotiate gas prices. <laughs> I give him forty five dollars <laughs> and walked out. I walked over another, another this tackle shop though, I stopped that and I went in and I was looking for a particular hook. It's a it's a worm hook like I use for my bass fishing, just a particular hook that I like. And I went in and he's got all this board over covered with hooks. And I walked in and I looked for about fifteen minutes. He said, Did you find what you're looking for? And I said, nope, you ain't got the hook I'm looking for. Unbelievable, he said. Hollered at me, carrying on. Unbelievable. I think I got 10,000 hooks up there, and you can't find one hook you want. And I said, unbelievable. I can't find it. I got the biggest thing out of that guy. And I think about that sometime when I read Psalm 78, and I read what God did for the children of Israel. And I have to come away unbelievable. Unbelievable. Except for God. Amen. These things couldn't just happen. There's no way 
It had to be God that did it. And I look at it, and then I say, wait a minute. That's the same God that I got. The same God that took care of the children of Israel. He's my God. Well, if He took care of Him, and He says plainly in His Word, He is no respecter of persons. He is not going to do for something for you that He won't do for me. And He won't do something for me that He'll do for you. He's not a respecter of persons. And if He did something for these people as there is His children, He can do it for us. Now the problem is, do you believe it? They said they couldn't believe it. They just couldn't believe it. I believe it. I just really do, and I trust Him. Amen? Amen. And to this, this is a special time of the year to me just to thank God for who He is. Amen? Stand with me, please. Heavenly Father, we do love You tonight the best we know how. And Lord, we realize with the little old minds that we got, we can't love You like we ought to. So we'd ask You, Lord, increase our faith that we can trust You more and walk after You more.